Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to March 2017 CT is Us Quiz, also known in the NCAA as March Madness. Anyway, we have 10 terrific cases, and with that, let's get started. In this first case, very nice example of a bicuspid aortic valve. Dense calcification is kind of a classic appearance of a bicuspid valve with dilated ascending aorta. And I asked you the question, a bicuspid valve is associated with all of the following conditions except for coarctation of the aorta, very classic bicuspid valve, Turner syndrome, Marfan syndrome. The one that's not is Lowy's Dietz. Lowy's Dietz has tortuous vessels, but no bicuspid aortic valve. This patient had abdominal pain, was in their 20s. What's the diagnosis? Well, when you look toward the right lower quadrant, you see prominence of the vasa recta. You see thickening of the terminal ilium. You see prominent vessels. When you look at the full sequence of images, when you look at all of the findings together, this is classic for Crohn's disease, vasa recta, active disease. It's not a carcinoma. You might think about um, carcinoid tumor. One of the loops almost looks mass-like, but when you look at the entire vasa recta, we're dealing with Crohn's disease in this 20-year-old. This is a great case. What's the best diagnosis? Well, you can see this mass is adrenal. When you look at it, it's low density. There are areas of fat. It's w sort of well-defined, fairly large, pushing the kidney down. This is a very good appearance for one of the appearances of adrenal myelipoma. Some are small, some are larger. This is one that's more likely to bleed and invariably will be resected. Here's a cardiac CT, best diagnosis. Very nice example in the volume rendering of an aneurysm in the region of the right coronary artery. You can see as you change the rendering, you can see the lumen, so the vessel is patent, but you can see the aneurysm. It has a vessel patency, but also thrombus in the wall. This is a classic location for a right coronary artery aneurysm. Coronary artery aneurysms can occur in any of the vessels. The most common cause worldwide for coronary artery aneurysms is Kawasaki's disease. The most common in the U.S. is atherosclerotic disease. And the most common vessel involved is the right coronary artery. Very nice example. The most likely diagnosis regarding the left atrial appendage, well, you can see there's a filling defect in the atrial appendage, and you know that's what I'm asking you about. But if you notice, it's at the upper portion of the, uh, or the apex of the uh, uh, appendage. It's a flat line, and this is the classic appearance of a pseudoclot in the left atrial appendage. And so I ask you what's the most likely diagnosis. It's not a tumor. It's not clot, it's not a fistula, it's B, a pseudoclot. Very nice example. If you are uncertain as to the possibility, then you simply wait another 60 seconds and get another scan and you would see that fill in. The mass identified uh, on this case in the left upper quadrant is, well, it's well defined and unfortunately you only have two images, but this is the classic appearance of an accessory spleen. Very nicely shown in the 3D imaging. You recognize in the 3D volume rendering that the patient's um, spleen is not present. Again, splenules are most common in the splenic bed, but they could be away from the splenic bed. They can be in the pelvis. They can be in the chest. 
But this is a good, a good example of where you can be confused and you may not think about it. Splenules enhance like the spleen, they're often homogeneous. So just a very nice example. Here's a nice case of 3D imaging of the pancreas, the liver, the kidneys, and I asked what rendering technique we used. The truth is one could say volume rendering because the correct answer, cinematic rendering, is a type of volume rendering. You just change the lighting model, putting it more internal. This is not MIP, it's not shaded surface. The correct answer is cinematic rendering. The best diagnosis in this case when you look at the axial and coronals, you see a mass coming off the greater curvature of the stomach. It's mainly exophytic. If it was an adenocarcinoma, it wouldn't be so smooth and it would be intraluminal or growing through the wall. Carcinoid tumors would be vascular and submucosal. And metastatic disease can be almost anything, but most classically, lilatis plastica. This is a classic example of a gist tumor. In this case, I say which statement regarding SMA syndrome is incorrect. And the first thing you recognize is a nice example of SMA syndrome, dilated duodenum to the SMA. The SMA angle is decreased. So when you look at the answers, may be seen with marked weight loss. Definitely, that's how it was initially described. May be seen with anorexia nervosa and may be one of the causes of symptoms of anorexia nervosa. The SMA angles between 30 and 40 degrees, that's not true. It's usually under 10 degrees. 30 to 40 is normal range, and the SMA distance is under 8 millimeters. So that part is indeed true. So C is the incorrect statement. This was an incidental finding. You see a mass in the region of the right adrenal gland. You really can localize it very nicely on the coronal view. It is adrenal, it is cystic, it is well-defined. It's not a cystic pheo. Pheos can be cystic, but they have nodular enhancement. It's not an adenoma because it's water density, and it's not a myelolipoma because it has no fat. This is classic for an adrenal cyst. So with that, I've given you 10 terrific cases, and hopefully you found them interesting. And with that, have a great day. Right. Why don't you